Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another brand new episode. Kicking off your 2023 with a brand new episode featuring returning guest Joe Bazzelli and Ken Hall. Had a lot of fun catching up with these guys, uh, great buddies of mine. And it's been a while since we sat down. We did record this a little bit ago over the holidays. Uh, so, uh, while Joe was in town and we had a lot of fun, just like I said, catching up and hanging out and, um, you can, uh, come see Ken, uh, live at, uh, focal point in St. Louis, Missouri over in Maplewood area on January 25th, a part of the, uh, songbird cafe over there, uh, with Taylor Steele another returning or, uh, past guest of the show so check that out january 25th focal point maplewood missouri go see ken live and of course you can find joe bazelli playing all over nashville if you're in the nashville tennessee area and i'll be sure to follow along with them both on facebook uh for more info and uh do want to remind you as always rock paper podcast it is brought to you by Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri, serving up all your craft beer needs. Over 25 rotating taps out there, so come out there and enjoy some of their tasty beverages, and you can get some great food, burgers and nachos and pretzels, flatbread pizzas, salads, all kinds of tasty eats, and... uh you can hear some great live music on the weekends. On uh, on Thursday, they've been doing a Singo Bingo out there. So that's uh, Thursday, January 5th, Singo Bingo night. And on Friday, January 6th, Matt Waltershed returns. And on Saturday, January 7th, Steve Kyle. Find more information about the food, music, and beer and all things Friendship Brewing Company at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. And follow along with them on your Facebook and Instagram. And if you are in the <coughs> if you are in the Hannibal, Missouri area, Friendship Brewing is coming to you. Opening up a brand new location uh, in the Hannibal, Missouri area. So be sure to keep an eye out for more info coming soon on that. Again, Friendship Brewing Company. In Wentzville, Missouri, come on out and have a good time. All right, if you need anything from me, you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And uh, thanks again for a wonderful 2022. I'm so excited to see what uh, this year has in store for us. So. Thanks for uh, being along on this ride with me. I, I appreciate you all, whether it's your first time or you've been a longtime fan. Thanks for being here with me. Uh, with that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy this brand new episode with Joe Bazzelli and Ken Hall. Um, the podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. Hi, I'm Kenny Lee Hall. And I'm Joe Bazzelli, and you're listening to the Rock Paper Podcast with Shane Presley. Yeah.
Rock Paper Podcast. This is Beat Paper, Paper Covers Rock. Rock beats is the Shane Covers nonstop. Never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot could be rock, folk, country, or hip hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has. Could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Rock Paper Podcast. Double decker fudge round rolling round town. Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero. He's your hero. He's your bestie. Rock Paper Podcast with Shane Presley. Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out with a couple of uh, returning guests, Joe Bazzelli and Kenny Hall. Welcome back, guys. Well, thanks for having us. Very happy to be returning again. Yeah, this is uh, always uh, one of my favorite parts of the show, just getting a a good excuse to hang out with some buddies and... uh, who happen to be great songwriters and brought some guitars. And uh, it's just always fun to get in to spend some time to hang out and catch up. So thanks for doing this with me, guys. Thank you. Pleasure's all ours. Do you want to tell the listeners where you were right before this? Uh, I went to see uh, another friend of mine, um, Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Long trip. Took my pups uh, to see Santa Claus uh, so, so they could... Uh, Tell Santa what they wanted for Christmas. I thought that was adorable. Yep. <laughs> shh, hey, shh, Bo, yeah. don't listen. You're not, you're not going anywhere, buddy. We ain't getting yeah. nothing. Yeah, we do have a special guest, Bo the dog, uh, hanging Bo out. Bo the dog is yeah. hanging out today. Um, yeah, it was fun. Uh, they Were had, they good this year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, they're good little girls uh, sometimes. Uh, but no, it was fun. Uh, we... we I don't know. We've taken them up there to um, get pictures with the Easter Bonnie and uh, you know all the all the hits. Uh, so it's uh, it's always a an experience to go up there and take a couple dogs into the PetSmart and when there's every other person with their dogs in there too. So it's always makes for an interesting afternoon. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see that picture. Yeah. Um, but uh, did and you they, dress them up? Did they? Like- uh, we put their Christmas collars on. Uh, we have, uh, sweaters for them, but we, we didn't put those on today. So, but yeah, they have, uh, they had their little, they were coordinated in their Christmas collars and leashes. Nice. Beautiful. Yep. Uh, I do. I am partial to the reindeer ears on, on dogs and with some jingle bells. That, that is kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go over the top with, you know, like dressing them up. And spend actually, it's just because I'm cheap. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't buy sweaters for the them. Outfit, but, just yeah. the headgear. But if I can get headgear at uh, you know at uh, Goodwill or something, I'd yeah. throw a set on them. Right, hit you them up. Yeah, yeah. They don't do. Uh, I mean, maybe for a moment, you know, like get a snap a quick picture. But yeah, they don't do well with like anything on there. They don't. They don't like the the head headband stuff or anything like that. They're like, no, nah, get this off. Me. It's not natural. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, anyway, yep, that was my uh, that was my afternoon, and now I get to hang out with you guys. So good fun. Uh, Joe is uh, home for the holidays. For uh, drove in from Nashville, Tennessee, to be here with us today for just to record this podcast and 
So, going right, leaving right yeah, back after right, I yeah. head back down. No, <laughs> I'm here for the holidays. Yeah. And I'm glad that we, we got to do this. I've been having a lot of fun down there, but I also have a lot of fun up here too. Yeah. It's like I have two homes. Right. So I finally have found like my tribe of people down there, people that I want to write with and hang out with. And then I leave here and I come and hang out with my family and friends here too. Yeah, man. So it's pretty, really, pretty lucky. What, uh, I know you've been, you know, you've been down there a while now and you've, uh, you, I see, uh, you, you know, you're getting featured on some different, uh, rounds and everything else, uh, uh which always makes me, uh, laugh when I, you know, and I, I, I just love seeing, I mean, I, maybe not laugh, but I, just, oh, I thought I, you were laughing at me. No, nah, but okay. I'm like, just like, uh, I just, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I love when I see the posters and I and see that you're out there, you know, working and doing it and, uh, and getting to be included in all this stuff, but it just makes me proud. That's why I not, not laugh. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> so it's proud laughter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like. Makes me smile. That's what I'm. Uh, that's what I was trying. Well, his to uh, his yeah. promo posters are epic. Right. Yeah. Oh. Well, you always do. Yeah. Those are the last parts of it. When you're yeah. uh, dressing your guitar up and your wedding dresses yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I, I think those photos have may have gone about as far as they oh, need yeah. to go. I think everybody gets it. They yeah, get what I'm right. going for. I'm going to do a new set. I think where I haven't I haven't asked uh, Isabel Gray about this yet, but she has some new photos out that are like kind of, you know. Um, sultry you know sexy a little mm. bit with her guitar and i think i'm gonna do mimics of Oops. like people that i know down there shots uh, that the girls yeah. do no guys right. shots that the girls do that are more you know, a little more risque with me only with me and my guitar dressed up like them <laughs> so i haven't asked her yet but i'm gonna ask her about that yeah. i don't want to do any more pregnancy photo shoots I think people <laughs> think it's weird i think uh i i get a kick out of them also. <laughs> yeah that uh but yeah, getting uh, just fun, man. I, I love seeing you getting doing your thing down there and getting uh, working your way around the town. And thanks. Uh, but uh, do you have a? Is there is there like a particular moment uh, for you in particular, like so far uh, that you're like, this is it, man. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Like, there's there's a bunch of little moments right. like that. Like for example, on Thursday, I got a call, and this is on the hush hush, so don't tell anybody. But um, I, I got a call from a guy who uh, I co-wrote a song with that Kenny and I started writing together, and then I finished it with this guy, and it's getting pitched to an artist at Black River, which is a record label. So just little things like yeah. that that happen that keep you going, and then you'll get into you'll try and try and get into a bigger round than you were in before, and play with people that you want to play with that you haven't played with. So that's kind of what it's been. I, I didn't know any better when I went down there, but it's like trying to play those more high-level songwriter rounds is what I'm trying to do now. Yeah. And so putting out all those pictures and saying that I'm playing is just for all the writers down there to know, hey, this guy's, you know, busy. It's working. Yeah. So. Uh, and, uh, and I know you and uh, Brother Joe were, were doing a lot of cool stuff together during the, the, like, the live streams during the pandemic and things. I know we, we – I don't think we've hung out really since all that, but talking about it on here, but right. it was, it was cool to see that too. And then now he's like, then he kind of had like that viral success with uh, that Garth Brooks tune. And, yeah. Him uh, and uh, a girl, AL yeah. is her stage name. And um, Rachel is the one who made the arrangement on the piano. And they made that video. They wrote that in like 45 minutes and figured it out and then shot that video in like an hour at that theater. And then it goes and gets like millions of views. Garth Brooks even right. commented on it. Like it was, it's pretty cool yeah. to see that happen. So shout out to uh, Brother Joe getting. Getting a little uh, spotlight there. That was, that was real. I watched that uh, like Garth like uh, live thing and like he did the reaction. Yeah, yeah, and that was like I'm like, damn man, yeah, that's cool to get on their radar. Yeah, when Garth gives you a compliment like that, like that's a big deal. All right. 
But yeah, you never know who you're going to run, run into or cross paths with down there. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And I still go out songwriter hunting. Like, I'll go out I and if somebody, if somebody plays something that, like, makes an impression, I'll go up and be like, hey, I like your stuff. What's up? I like your moves. Yeah, I like the way you move. <laughs> <laughs> uh what about you, Kenny? Uh, we, we haven't got to... Yeah, enough about me. Yeah. What, well, what, what am I doing? Let's see. Well, this is my domain here you're looking at. This is my world. We haven't, uh, we haven't been in this room in a couple of years. It's been a few yeah. years, yeah. I had to look back and see when that was, but uh, it was definitely pre-pandemic. Well, yeah. the workbench was probably out in the garage at that uh, point. I think the workbench was out in the garage at the time. A buddy of mine, uh, his family situation changed, and he brought all of his uh, woodworking stuff over here, and I moved the bench inside, which was good because then I can, you know, work through the winter and still working on guitars and, you know, modifying stuff and not leaving stuff alone. And <clears throat> so as, as far as the music scene, yeah, I mean, I'm doing uh, – I played all the farmer's markets that I could all summer and you know, just about anywhere anybody would want me. I have no... Even some places they didn't. Even places where they didn't. Yeah, they dragged me out, pitched me out. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, just having a lot of fun doing it. Um, meeting, you know, the, the the bigger thing, I think, for me is, uh, is not to move, I don't know, for lack of a better term, up the ladder or whatever, you know, getting... And that's a good that's a good thing and you're built for it and your stuff is there, man. It's there. They just have to find you. Don't start talking good about me because I told you I wasn't gonna sit here and talk about how much I love you as a person and how great of a writer I think you are. So don't start in on me. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> I will fire it right back at you. You're my all favorite right, Luther. All right, I'll, all I'll tone say. it down, I'll tone it down. <laughs> on the Joe. No Joe compliments. Uh, but yeah, my I mean my thing is just I, I love writing. Um, having a great time doing it. I've been cranking out a lot of stuff, you know, and I take it out to the open mics and just try it out for fun. And, you know, some, I, something somebody said one time made a lot of sense to me. I heard somebody say, um, yeah, you're probably going to have the... We're going up and we're coming in. Uh, it's all part of the experience. Yeah. I heard somebody say one time that what I do is not for everybody, but it's for somebody. <laughs> I would and, agree. And when I get, you know, I mean, I do run across that three or four or five people every time I play who just really dig what I do. And so that's, you know, that's enough for me. And that's good enough. Yeah. I don't need the whole room. I just need a few people. <laughs> I played at a, I played at, I was invited to play out at a, a adult daycare center. And uh, I bet they ate that up. It was so much fun. I told you, you, you know? got to get on the the retirement home circuit. Yeah. It's an yeah. un just untapped market. Yeah. Well, I, I actually uh, uh, did. I recorded one of these in a retirement home at uh, with Matt Kennan, uh, who that's what he was doing at the time. Like uh, he was playing uh, at a retirement home, and and uh, I thought that was really cool, like yeah. providing providing us some entertainment for those folks. And yeah, my mom used to work at uh, Caregivers Inn, which is on Bryan Road. And when I started playing out, I went up there and just, not even as a gig, just volunteered to play right. for like an hour because that's the most captive, best, most thankful audience you will ever mm -hmm. play in front of because they don't have a lot of entertainment people mm -hmm. that come in there. And that was one of my favorite gigs because it was just really rewarding. Yeah. Felt good. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's what it's all about. Like, just uh you know giving back and you know giving putting a smile on somebody's face yeah. like that sometimes yeah. they fall asleep and they don't take it personal yeah. <laughs> they're just tired you know we played at a nursing home one time i played in a uh, with a couple of guys who are doing contra dance tunes and it was you know so it's like old time fiddle stuff mm -hmm. and it was a lot of fun and we'd go play there my grandma was in the nursing home so we'd go 
once a month or so and play. And, and uh, several times this woman would come up and she said, oh, I want to I'm play fiddle. I want to play with you. And we're like, OK. You know, yeah. She goes, well, I'll have my family bring my fiddle up, you know, and it's like, OK, great. And uh, so one day. She, she's like, the family's here and they have my fiddle. Can I play? I go, yeah, how long's it been since you played? She goes, oh, I don't know, 20 years. She, she was kind of with it and kind of not. Yeah. And uh, I said, sure, what the heck? She got up there and just tore it up. Murdered. Just <laughs> tore it up. <laughs> I don't know rusty. if I can still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we were all just like. <laughs> yeah, it was so much fun. But yeah, those are the, those are, that's the good stuff. Man, yeah. You don't yeah, expect it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of uh, fun. <laughs> so, I, uh, since I have you guys uh, both here, and uh, I know you guys have been friendly for quite a while, and then I think that's actually how I met Kenny was uh, when when I was doing my songwriter showcase and, and Joe played. I think uh, he gave up uh, one of his songs. Yeah, and, that is and, true. Uh, and I think that's the night we all met. Easy call. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, I think Kenny played the almond almond milk song. I probably did. And uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was a hit for sure. And uh, but I guess uh, what I'm asking though is like, what, where does uh, where does your guys' relationship? Where do you guys officially first meet at and become buds? I started thinking about that on the way here, and I can't remember the first actual time that we met. It's just always been. I remember seeing you at. An open mic, and I don't know if it was up here, if it was at the Wolf or if it was up here in St. Charles at Picasso's, but I remember meeting you there. It might have been Picasso's. And then we had talked about maybe doing something together, and we bounced an, we bounced an idea back and forth about a, about a bonfire or mm-hmm. a fire or bonfire something. Bonfire for two. Bonfire for two, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we kind of bounced that thing back and forth. And um, I just wish I had to recognize your genius sooner. <laughs> Took me a little while to come around. No, I think you fully knew my genius. <laughs> That's why. I, I think you didn't know anything about me, and that was pretty accurate. But, but uh, so yeah, we we and then it was like uh, you know I, I think you know you had said oh, I'll get back with you, and then there was a, you know weeks go by or whatever, and then. Uh, and then as a as an insecure songwriter, you go, yeah, he's moving on or whatever. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> and then they, we got booked for, um, we got asked to play the Songbird together. That's what it was. And that was the first time that we, and That's after what, that. I and mean, I was like, oh my God. It was a magical night. You were sleeping on, on fire. this guy. The, the crowd was good. It was just a lot, a lot of fun. And I got to hear some more of your songs. And once I heard your Jesus song, I was like, that's the type of writer that I want to surround myself with. People that write wow. stuff like that. Thanks, so Joe. that's when you got stuck with me, whether or not you knew it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I love being stuck with you. Uh, so here's a, here's a funny story. One of, the, one of the times that I knew that Joe was the cream of the crop, as they say. Well, many, many instances, uh, but... I was sitting out in front of, uh, I was sitting out in front of Naked Vine one time, getting ready to go in, oh, yeah. and I knew that Joe Joe stepped out. I didn't know he was going to be there. And I think it was at your showcase. I was smoking. Yeah, outside. and he stepped out out on the sidewalk, and I saw him, and I thought, oh, I here's what I'm. I called him, and I didn't see him in the parking lot. So. And I said, hey man, I am in a fix. I need you, and and immediately he's like, all right, where you want me when? And he got ready to leave. Put up a cigarette, ready yep. to go. Like, ready to roll. Yeah. And I thought, now that's the dude. He could have been, he could have went, oh man, you know, I'm, 
I'm cleaning my mom's, you know, I'm cutting my mom's grass or whatever. <laughs> I had done that already before that day, oh, so was, I couldn't use that again. You had the uh, you had the guilt, overlaid guilt that you couldn't do it twice in one night. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt but it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even question what like the fact that I was somewhere. It was just like, okay, where do I need to go? Yeah. yeah. And that. you do the same for me. I know you would. Same with you, Shane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I would, Sean. I would. I, would. <laughs> I was like, hey, you want to do a podcast together? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Thanks for telling that. That makes me feel good. Well, you know, that's the kind of human you are. You're just... I, I got really good parents and good family. You do. So you I think wonderful family. I appreciate that. Yep. I even have, like... I consider a lot of my friends part of my family, too. Well, I went down to Nashville to see Joe uh, one time, and he was playing at the, uh, where was he playing? The local. The, the local? first time playing at the local, you drove all the way down there for down one overnight set. to see him, and then came back the next morning, because I, I really wanted to go. I will never forget that. But nice. here's the thing. When you go in a, when you go someplace where Joe is, then there's a steady stream of people who are coming by. And, you know, recognizing Joe and, you know, hey, Joe, and hey, Joe, and hey, Joe. And, hey, I've been trying to get out there a lot. And uh, and he, so he's, you're not only, uh, last time, this is the last time I'm saying anything nice about okay, you. Okay, because I got something ready for you. All right, you're not only, well, I'll, I'll, I'll tone it down a little bit. You're all right. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate and that. And other people recognize it. Thanks, man. Yeah. I feel the same yeah. way about you. You're my favorite luthier. Well, the whole uh, world. I'm your only one I trust. The only one I trust. Uh, <sighs> but yeah, I remember that was that you. The way that that made me feel to know that somebody would drive from Missouri to Tennessee for one set of me playing was very powerful. I'll never forget it. Well, you know what? It, I had there was a benefit. I don't know if I told you this, but there was a benefit to that whole trip that is life lasting for me. You know, I have tinnitus, and so for a while I was like kind of got tired of being out because restaurants you know a listening room is okay but anywhere where there's lots of noise my ears just really like the local it was all miserable <laughs> but driving down i i knew that my ears were going to bother me because the frequency of the tires on the highway i can't listen to the radio when i drive <sighs> and uh, sorry well i couldn't yeah so on the way down i was and i've tried a lot of different things and seen you know different experts and all that kind of stuff but anyway on the way down i thought i'm just going to make peace with this thing and so I gave it a name, and I think I called it Herman, and I said, hey, Herman, it's you and me. You know, if you're going to hang around, this is what we're doing. We're still going to yeah. the shows. And we're still going to listen to music. <clears throat> so every time it would pop up, I'd just go, well, thank God you're back, because I missed you, you know. <laughs> you and something it. in my brain allowed me to then tolerate, so it doesn't, for whatever reason, I mean, still, my ears still ring. Yeah. But uh, for whatever reason, it's like, oh, okay. And they're ringing right now. Yeah. Well, it sounds like cicadas. It's not like, you know, it's like a, like, I'm sorry about that, buddy. But uh, it's not as bad as some people have. Some people have it where it keeps them up at night. You know, mine doesn't do that. If I could take it away from you, I would. Well, thanks, Joe. See, that's the kind of guy Joe is. Yeah. And there is a new procedure. The, it's called give your tinnitus to Joe. I, think, <laughs> the old I do have an appointment set up for us. <laughs> where and when? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Compliment fight. <laughs> <laughs> Could be worse, sir. Uh-huh. Oh, I forgot to show you the shape. Oh. Hey, oh, that's hey, me I'm zipping my jacket out. to show off my rock paper podcast yeah. shirt. Show it to the mic. Yeah. Why did I? Why did I move it towards the mic? Oh, and I have a surprise for you. Oh. In that bag right there, I brought a little something. Oh yeah. Um, for for us to enjoy or you to enjoy, it's a um, 
an offering to the podcast gods, if you will. And you wrapped it? Yeah, <laughs> wrapped it in a quick trip bag. <laughs> It's all oh, it's all snacks, yeah. all different yeah. kinds of snacks. Oh, we got. Uh, I'll show it to the microphone yeah. too. Yeah, the mic. You got some Sour Patch Kids. We got some pepperoni pizza combos. They have regular cheddar, but they're just not as good. Filled with filling made with real cheese. Yeah, made with. That's not what goes into it. Made by made here. <laughs> we got some chips ahoy. Chewy, Chewy, not the crunchy ones. Yeah, get out of here, crunchies. <laughs> some, That's my favorite. Some classic Dunkaroos. Where do you see those anymore? Well, I work in an elementary, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see them now. I uh, no, I they you know they just recently like really like made like a comeback. Like I, uh, I don't know that they were uh, being produced for a long time. That's but, probably why. But uh, or maybe I was just unaware. But yeah. and then. Uh, but yeah, I, I just the other day I laughed because like I guess they had like a birthday party in the classroom, or whatever, and so like every um, every kid had Dunkaroos, and so like the trash can just like full of dun- Dunkaroo trash, <laughs> and so, uh, just like oh okay yeah somebody had a good party. Yes, they're back now. Yeah. And last but not least, some pistachios. Something healthy. Yeah. So um, this is a shout out to Ryan Mills out in the fall. We yeah. got snacks, bro. We got snacks. Yeah. Here. Well, uh, Your honor. Yeah, thank you, uh, Joe, for providing some some snacks for us. The least I could do. Thank you for doing everything that you do, Mister. Yeah, two years away from ten years of yeah. podcasting. Yeah, uh, that's eight years. Yeah. Carry the two. Well, okay, yeah, yeah I did. Wow. Yeah, we uh, May two thousand fourteen started this thing, so. Yeah. So. It's really just grown out of control. There's Pretty 41 much. people on your list of people playing tonight. And uh, there's a, yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's a lot of people who wouldn't know where the music is if it weren't for your stuff. So please just bask in that for a second. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. <sighs> Feels good. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Uh, I'm happy to help. Yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, trying to do my part. The mayor of St. Louis music yeah. scene. That's it. Period. Yeah. Yeah, we got to come up with a, a big old blowout party or something for 10 years for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. It's got to be epic. Yeah. I'm thinking like a field party. Yeah. Huge bonfire. A trailer stage. I mean, hay bales to sit on. There Maybe it's just the new Melly coming out of there. Yeah. I was going to say that. worry about the cops. We're out in the field. Yeah. <laughs> man, we... That was... Uh, we man, I haven't really done a good uh, field party in a long time. That was... Uh, those were the days. We man, we used to. So growing up, I lived uh, in Wentzville, a little just up the road from uh, from Joe there in New Melly, mm-hmm. and uh, we uh, where uh, my house was, there was like a a big field, kind of common ground sort of thing in between a bunch of our houses, and we would uh, throw big bonfire parties up there, and. I remember one year, like, we threw 
everything on this fire just like we had couches and Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff and uh like railroad ties and so you know whatever and then people were like let's make some smoke like you don't want to do that no not this with that treated wood and the fabric (laughs) and uh yeah paint yeah who knows what's in in there (laughs) and uh but yeah this is like and of course we're all like sitting back like 50 feet because it's you know blazing (laughs) and uh so but I remember one uh, time we could hear the fire trucks like circling around, but they couldn't figure out how to get to <laughs> like behind the house. Yeah, in between like they it was so, the fire was so big that somebody thought somebody's house was on fire. Like, and I mean, I kind of felt bad that we we wasted their time, but like uh, uh, yeah. about that part. But it was like we were just trying to we were just country kids having a good time, and that's what we did on a on the weekend. And I'm sure they understand it. Yeah. They probably did the same thing too. All right. Yeah, yeah. but. Uh, we, uh, yeah, I just remember having the boom box up there and crank it up and, mm-hmm. uh, and dancing around all night to some tunes. And, uh, those were some, some fun nights and some core memories for sure. Love but, it. uh, yeah, I haven't had a, a those, those were been a while since I had a good, uh, field party like that. So. that maybe it's the 10 year anniversary yeah, field party. I'm just go. throwing it out there for consideration. <laughs> right. I'll start scouting out some I, fields. Yeah. I do have an old couch that we're trying yeah. to get rid of. Hey, <laughs> got the first couch. <laughs> Want to uh, burn her down? Yeah. Can I make a request that can maybe play us a song? Yeah, I think it's time. Oh, for... yeah. <laughs> Put him on the spot. Yeah. Uh, okay. You pick. I, I got one. So. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think of what I had played last time, so I did, because I didn't want to. Uh... Oh yeah, I'm gonna try not to do any repeating either. Yeah, but who knows? So. So this is tr- not a true story. This is a great this song, though. Not a true story, but it is. Uh, it's based on a true story. It is based on a true story, but because I'm hard speaking of hearing, you know, I'm hard of hearing, and so sometimes people say things that I misconstrue. And uh, one Valentine's Day, my wife Kim, I said, you know, I mentioned something about Valentine's, and I'm not a big present guy. I'm not a big gift giving guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't fill a bag full of snacks and give it to anybody. So. <laughs> But anyway, I said, uh, what do you want for Valentine's Day? And she said, just write me a song. You know, and I thought she said she wanted a thong. Mm. Yeah. So and anyway. That's how this song And that's born. how this song came out. Oh, darling, sweet darling, you knew when you married me that shopping for clothes was not my thing. But darling, sweet darling, the one thing that carried me was all those funny little songs I'd sing. Darling, sweet darling, for Valentine's Day, I did not write a melody for you. You said that's all you wanted, but I misunderstood, and I got you something else. I hope that this'll do. I thought you said you wanted a thong. I picked it out myself, I hope I wasn't wrong I can't take it back, I already tried it on I thought you said you wanted a thong The young girl's name was Heather, she suggested leather she asked me what size did I want What difference does it make if you're a two or you're an eight When all it's really gonna cover is a front 
I smiled and said embarrassed I thought she said I'm embarrassed And pretty soon I was embarrassed too I should have kept my mouth shut Instead of telling Heather I only dream about your butt Cause that's not really true I thought you said you wanted a thong I picked it out myself I hope I wasn't wrong Oh, I can't take it back I already tried it on I thought you said you wanted a thong I might have stretched it out a bit It was a little snug I'd understand if you want something else I hate to see it go to waste If it's okay with you I think I'm gonna keep it for myself I thought you said you wanted a thong I picked it out myself I hope I wasn't wrong I can't take it back I already tried it on I thought you said you wanted a thong See why I like them so much? Um, okay, that's all I'm gonna say. But except anybody, not anybody, almost anybody can write a song about a truck. They can write a song about breakups. They can write a song of love. Not just everybody can do that. So that's why I'm drawn to your songwriting. Not just everybody wants to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they should. Well, they should. Let's leave no stones unturned. Oh, that's so good. Uh, Clever. Well, thank you. So, so what? So what you think? Of what does song? she think of the song? Uh, I, well, I, I, I don't think I want to say on record. <laughs> I don't can think I want a, a recording of what she thought. Can we see uh, the thong? Do you have it here? Well, I'm I'm just, fact, yo, you're wearing it. I have it on. <laughs> <laughs> How many songs have uh, you she, heard she about thought it was okay. uh, She's, You know, it's funny because Kim has been at a lot of my shows, and a lot of my songs are about relationship stuff, and some of it's, you know, some of the people have asked her, you know, is he, you know, you mind him singing all these songs about you? And she said, he's not singing about me. He's singing about you. This is, <laughs> this is common to all of us. It's not just me. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's right. It's just, you know, relationship stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think, uh, I don't know. I, uh, you know, I'm guilty of it too. Uh, but I think. Uh, wearing a thong? Yeah. Well, that's what I was, that's what I was calling. Uh, <laughs> But uh, you get, uh, I guess that's just what, being a great songwriter, that, it, uh, that you were able to deliver this message that, uh, you know, is so believable or whatever at times where people are like, that's got to be a true story or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, even though it is a fictional thing we made up or whatever, just a, a funny song or, or, you know, a story to go into the, you know, fits and stuff. But uh, I do I do think that maybe that's, I, I think... I think it's more of a compliment than people realize that you're, you know, conveying this message so so well that people believe is these got to be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but songwriters are just storytellers in in a sense. Like I mean, sometimes these are Absolutely. sometimes these are based on a true event, or you know, sometimes they're just embellished off of some something else. So. Oh yeah, the <laughs> embellished part. Yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah. uh, in this case, it was probably easy for him to write because it is a true story. But right. and other songs. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, the only part about the song really. The, the Heather part was not true. Uh, I don't know what her name was. Uh, <laughs> it could have been Mabel. But and it didn't rhyme with leather. It did not rhyme with leather, right? <laughs> it doesn't uh, work. Uh, all right, how, how about you, Joe? You, you yeah, got, pull out one. You got one for us? I'm going to do one of the most recent ones I wrote by myself. So, um, probably about uh, two months old. And... Uh, a girl that I go out with a lot down in Tennessee. She's a songwriter too. We go to a lot of rounds together and go out and watch people play together. And she was out of town. She was in, in her hometown for like a week and a half. And this song came out. And it's in G. So if you feel like. It's called Not Around. I don't really like this town when you're not around. Music doesn't sound the same as it does when we're out. Hey, I'm still having fun, just not the same amount. Cause I don't really like this town when you're not around. I don't really drink a lot of beer when you're not here. It's just not as fun. When there's no one to cheers And I keep watching the door Hoping you'll appear So I don't really drink a lot of beer When you're not here Take it Jays while you're away. Okay, that's a lie, but for real, they don't hit the same. And rolling just for one feels a little lame. So I don't really roll a lot of Jays while you're away. I don't really like this town when you're not around. Music doesn't sound as good. As it does when we go out Hey, I'm still having fun Just not the same amount Cause I don't really like this town when you're not around I don't really like this town when you're not around I don't really like this town when you're not around <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Yeah, we love you, Dark Continent. Good night. <laughs> That's uh, a good one. Thanks. It's um, you know, it's not complicated. Just simple. That's how I felt at that time. That's what they say. Write about what you know. Yeah. That's what it's they hard. say. It's easier than writing about what you don't know. I <clears throat> yeah. You got to make it up. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of, about what I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I think I might. I've studied. More. <laughs> <laughs> I never get anywhere. I don't even know where to look for what I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it all seems to go over well just because it's got alcohol references and marijuana. Oh, congratulations, by the way, Mar uh, Missouri and the legalization. That's going to be cool. Uh, 
<laughs> I thought you were saying that for me. I'm like, yeah, oh. you pointed at me. Like, <laughs> like, I meant you. You had something man. to do with that, yeah. Shane. Yeah, you're welcome, dude. <laughs> Did that petition? You yeah. are a hero. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see how uh, that uh, how that goes. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I've yeah. heard people who are like. Uh, Oh no! Now everybody's going to be walking around stumbling. Everybody's they walking around stumbling. You just don't they know. Just have to buy it, not legally. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty. Sorry, I don't know how controversial what you want to get on this podcast. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, I'll allow it. Okay. Yeah. I uh, it was just funny. Uh, so I went to see uh, El Monstero mm-hmm. last night with my mother-in-law, and uh, you know, there's uh, maybe some some things used uh, uh recreationally mm-hmm. at uh shows sometimes sure um and uh as we were leaving the show there was uh there was a funny smell uh coming down the sidewalk and mm-hmm. and she made a comment about it that uh like you know saying like man everybody's smoking you know weed and i'm like uh, you know, well, St. Louis has got bigger problems to worry about than uh, what, really whether do. somebody's smoking a joint or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, I was like, as long as you're not like, you know, bothering anybody or, uh, or something. I it, but yeah. uh, I was like, it's decriminalized in mm-hmm. the city. So even it's not, uh, you know, necessarily legal yet, uh, but it's decriminalized. So, yeah. uh, but we're getting there. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I used to get it a lot when I worked at the bar. When I like people like trying to smoke on the patio, and I'm like, "Hey, oh, sure. I'm like, just take go step out across the, the street." Sidewalk, yeah, man. like, and nobody, nobody cares. You just can't do it in the bar. Yeah, you know? like, right here on the patio. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, but, but then you have like you know the swag play there. Yeah, like, you didn't kick everybody out. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Like it was funny too. Like on the night, there were certain nights where. Uh, certain groups would come in and you, you know, of course, uh, they're right outside the back door and you can just smell it all coming right through the restaurant. And I'm like, oh, the, the band's rehearsing. So hold on. You gotta... <laughs> Don't mind that. Yep. Oh, that's good. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm glad to see it. Like, I, you know, finally, uh, you know, some, some things happening, especially here in Missouri, because, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, think it was going to happen or at least not for a while. Like, uh, we're, so too. we're kind of always, uh, you know pretty uh late on that stuff yeah, and i'm happy for the, like there's you know the genuine medical uses of it people mm-hmm. for are, sure you know yeah not happy or in pain or nauseous they can actually now go and get it and it's mm-hmm. legal and you know what you're getting yep so i like that aspect of it yeah, yeah. i mean it's like everything else can be um used or abused yeah you know i mean the the, the whole opioid thing mm. right which just it, it's it's a it's a medicine that you know in in its proper use can be okay, right? But then it gets when there's big money involved, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of what I why I never uh, I didn't understand why they wouldn't make it uh, legal and open these dispensaries and stuff because like uh, you can tax it and then make uh, help the state out like uh, uh, so um, you know you think that they would want to hey we can make money on this like. Oh. Easy call. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, it's not federally legal, but you still have to pay taxes on it. But yeah. you can't put the money in a bank because that's federal. Is it's that a right? whole, yeah, it's a whole big thing to it. But yeah. anyway, um, can I request that Kenny play another song? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> with, we're here. <laughs> We've got microphones and guitars <laughs> right. sitting in our lap. So, we're going to say I no. I just like your stuff. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. I love your stuff too. There's a, uh, what do you want to hear? Mm. Can I can I do one that uh, 
that I so lately I've been doing more uh, songs that are not as ridiculously ridiculous. Uh, well put. Yeah, and this is this is one of them. I don't know if it's worth here. Here it is. It's called Honeymoon Honey. So here's the backstory. It's a buddy of mine. His we were walking along with time, and he was talking about a friend of his whose wife died, and this was right at the beginning of COVID, and um, and. His wife had passed away a few years before, and he had asked him how long, you know, how long was it before you could kind of be okay? And he said, "I'll if it happens, I'll let you know." I remember you telling me about that. And then, I'll, and then several people that I knew had passed. You know, I mean, couples that, and you know, one of the spouses would pass, and I go, "Yeah, that's a." So anyway, basically, the whole song is uh, written around that. I guess the honeymoon's over You're gone and I'm all alone The light at the end of the tunnel Called you and you had to go When they ask how long did it take Till I could let you go I'll just say thank you for asking If it happens, well, I'll let you know That was some honeymoon, wasn't it, honey? It just... Oh, man, I blew that one way out of the water. I hope you can edit that. Of course I did. (laughs) Oh, I got into it there. When they ask, how long did it take? Till I could let you go Well, I'll just say thank you for asking If it happens, well, I'll let you know That was some honeymoon, wasn't it, honey? It just went on and on That was some honeymoon, honey now the honeymoon's over, you're gone Well, I guess I'm doing alright I'm getting by on my own And everyone's being so nice I'm putting on a good show When they ask how long did it take Until I could let you go Well, I'll just say thank you for asking If it happens, well, I'll let you know That was some honeymoon, wasn't it, honey? It just went on and on That was some honeymoon, honey The honeymoon's over, you're gone That was some honeymoon, wasn't it, honey? It just went on and on
Well, that was some honeymoon, honey. Now the honeymoon's over, you're gone. not just funny songs you can do others and i can screw them up and totally forget right in the middle <laughs> let's is, see you do that he's my friend i get yeah. to be friends with him <laughs> uh, you're too kind <sighs> wow way too kind. yeah uh well we uh we should probably mention uh you can come to see kenny lee hall live, live. kenny lee hall um, live at January 25th at the Focal Point in Maplewood, Missouri, uh, part of uh, Songbird Cafe over there. That'll be a good show. There's uh, a couple of young cats from one young guy from St. Louis, uh, whose name escapes me right now. And uh, Haley, not Haley. uh, Oh, gosh, what's her name? This is terrible. I'm... just my, so you and other people. Yes, there will be three other people with me, and I've I've been listening to their music a lot, and, and uh, they're all good writers. It's just that my brain has completely sh- gone out the window. So Too much doing, kombucha. You're doing your homework, but, huh? Uh, oh, no. I mean, you talk about marijuana, and I can't think. <laughs> talk about marijuana, he forgets. Uh, I don't have to smoke the stuff. <laughs> I'm already dumb enough. Oh, that's funny. Uh, well, I'm. I've. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to make it in time for that, but I'll watch if there's somebody live streams it or sometimes they broadcast it. I think they do film it now. They do film it and stream it. Yeah, so. Tim Crosby mm. and um, Tim Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. No, not that Tim Crosby. Uh, Clayton Jones Clayton and Jones. Taylor Steele. Taylor oh, yeah. Steele. Taylor. Uh, Taylor's great. Yeah, yeah Taylor's very pretty talented. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. <clears throat> so you can uh, snag some tickets. Uh, right now at songbird-stl.com. Mm-hmm. Great place to see a show. Yeah, Steve, yeah. Steve does a great job uh, curating that. Um, always uh, all kinds of great mixes, a great blend of St. Louis and, and other uh, regional mm-hmm. songwriters and stuff. So he does a, a fine job putting that together. And you might just get to meet somebody like Joe uh, or Shane that you can hang out with for the rest of your life. <laughs> right. If you get lucky. If you get yeah. lucky. <laughs> yeah. yeah man so uh yeah come on out on tw- uh, january 25th and uh, see that show and uh joe's got a you got a couple here in town got a couple uh, i don't know if this uh, episode will be out by then but this weekend wait tomorrow i know it won't be out by tomorrow but i'm playing a, a songwriter's round that anthony j russo put together at honky tonk on main street with isabel gray who i know from nashville she's back home for the holidays too and then next week wednesday the 21st we're having a a Joe Bazzelli and Friends honky tonk extravaganza with about seven or eight different people. One of them being Ken Hall. He's going to kick off the night. I'm honored. Thank you. I, I kind of put it was an easy call. I kind of put Anthony in um, a little bit of a weird spot with that. It was my fault. Uh, he asked me to play that night from um, like eight to eleven, 
And instead of asking him if I could invite a bunch of people to play, I just invited him to play and then found out they only really want country music. I was like, yeah, none of these guys are really country. And he's like, yeah, I'm not sure. I was like, well, you know, just tell them we've got a bunch of people interested in the Facebook event and there's going to be some great writers there. Uh, we can cancel it if you want to. He's like, no, 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 just, just leave it. So I, uh, I probably shouldn't have done that. Ask for forgiveness. Later. Yeah. yeah ask per, I'd rather ask for forgiveness <laughs> right. later than permission. Now I do right. that a lot, but I think it's going to work out great. There's going to be a lot of people. Just, uh, can you just throw a couple of fireball references in your songs and you, you trucks? Know. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've been thinking about the songs that can happen there, you know, to make it, make it a little more twang. Yeah, yeah. we can we can make it we'll co- country it up a little yeah. bit. Sing it all the regular songs, but with a, a southern yeah. draw. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought you said you and mention truck <laughs> and tr- <laughs> yeah, fireball yeah. songs. Wow. Yeah, mention fireball. Yeah. I like fireball. That's okay. uh, whiskey. Uh, I do think it's cool. What uh, looks like they got a great space going on down there at Main Street Honky Tonk. So uh, it's cool to see Russo getting uh, his hands involved in that and uh, getting to put that together and stuff. Yeah. So helping them out. So he's been around for a while and he's starting to. He went just full time doing music. So I'm really happy for him and proud of him for doing that. Yeah, you played there uh, last night as we we're recording this and as their like official grand opening party. So. Um, you were there for that? I didn't make it, uh, but... Uh, you were in almost there. Yeah. But. How do you go... How do you even get to all the places you go? You are just all over the place. Yeah. I'm really... Uh, n- n- not uh, not nearly as much as I once was. I work evenings now, so that's really cut into my, oh, my yeah. live entertainment. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. I, I like to party. So You're I just... Still- uh, I just <laughs> I get, I get, uh, you know, it's what's fun is like... Um, you know, on a good uh, night out, like, I can go to, like, a show at the pageant or something, you know, or w- an earlier show, and then usually make it to uh, Oyster Bar and catch the, or BBs or something, you know, I catch a late set somewhere else, and, like, and and so I can, you know, maximize my uh, entertainment for the night. And, mm. and it was also a lot of fun when we, back in the day, you know, this is, you know, going back a few years now, we used to have... We called a blues triangle. You had BB's and Beal and Broadway Oyster Bar. All right. There. And I would just hop from all three venues, uh, checking it out. Who's ever, you know, supporting all of my friends down there. So, um, you know, those were, those were fun times. And, um, you know, I know there's, there's a new place opening up called, uh, Billy's, I think is, uh, taking over, uh, the old Beal on Broadway location and re- revamping it into a, so hopefully that's, uh, going to be a cool place to hang out and, and, um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, so yeah, that's how I do it. Like a lot of that's, it would make, and the internet maybe would make you make it appear that I'm more busier than I really am sometimes. But, uh, I, uh, I do like to get around, uh, a lot of shows and have a good time, but, uh, there's also a lot of nights where I don't do anything. So I think it's good to have that balance. All right. Like I'm on the week where I go out every night, whether I'm playing it around or just going to support friends. And then the next week, it's like I have only like one thing that right. week. So it's just finding that, that mm-hmm. balance is important. Yeah. Well, you wanna you wanna play them a song that they might hear, uh, or maybe something uh, for when, next Wednesday. I was debating on which one to do, and I figured it out while you were talking. Yeah. This is one started with Ken and took to Mr. Greg Wilson. That sharp or flat, Ken? Flat now. Flat. Took it down to Greg Wilson, and um, he has the unique ability to kind of make things more sexy. 
guess. It started out as a funny song, but you'll see it's not very funny anymore. It's called Got a Thing. She's got a thing for sleeping till noon. She's got a thing about hitting that snooze. She's got a thing for clothes that girl's got style. She's got a thing about destiny's child. Mm, say my name, say my name. She's got a thing for the beach and her toes in the sand. She's got a thing for ponytails in her baseball caps. There's a million things that make me love that girl. She's a neon purple sky in a black and white world. Everybody she needs And I can't believe That girl's got a thing for me with me so close she got a thing about making me lose control she's got a thing for sexy that drives me wild when she whispers my name with that look in her eye there's a million things that make me love that purple sky in a black and white world home she's got the favor seeing the best in everybody she needs and I can't believe that girl's got a thing for me oh whoa, whoa. she's got a thing Got a thing, got a thing, got a thing, got a thing for me. She's got a thing for sipping that wine. She's got a thing about candlelight. Nobody else in Nashville does that. Look. <laughs> I looked. Nobody else does a live thing. You know, I was like, uh, that's something I can do. You know why nobody stand, else does it? Because it's dumb. Because they can't. <laughs> oh, yes. Nobody could do what you just did. I saw the Dave Matthews band do it. <clears throat> 13 people. And I was like, if he can fade out 13 people live, mm -hmm. I can fade one person out live. Man. And so that's just that's one thing that's like my shtick. <laughs> you're like, yeah. you're so. like the Barry White of... <laughs> St. Charles County. <laughs> uh, that song wouldn't happen without you, man. It started off as like a funny song about how his wife likes to leave, you know, shoes by the door. Or Ixnay on the at Ray oh, out NK. That's something that I made up. <laughs> That's just a little random example. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, 
Yeah, that, that's the song never would have happened if it weren't for you. Well, so right. we have a lot of fun just bouncing stuff, throwing stuff back and we forth. Really do. Some are he comes, Joe, come up with the line and just. Hey, you look, what do you think of this? You know, and then and then. next day he'll send me a song. Like, just <laughs> everything. Of it. Yeah, he's good. But you, I love the way you, I love the way you write and, you know. It's, Don't it's start. Don't start with me. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say I love the way you write your grocery list out. Yeah. <laughs> but you uh, didn't let me finish. You're one of my favorite people. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, man, that was uh, that was fun. That Thanks, was, uh, I don't know if I played that uh, one for you. I don't think I've heard that, but okay. that was definitely uh, turned the sexy up. And right, I took, I took my shirt off during that. Yeah, he uh, did so. really quickly. Actually, yeah. <laughs> first two lines, it was off. Yeah. Jesus, Jane. Good thing the uh, camera's not on. I like your tattoo, by the way. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> did you do that yourself? Yep. <laughs> In the kitchen. <laughs> Uh, but now, man, that was uh, that sounded really good. That was uh, yeah, the live fade out was fun. Also, uh, you, you you probably won't see it uh, since there is no visual, but uh, it's a lot of fun to watch Joe sing these songs too. Yes, it is. Uh, when <laughs> did you like, go cross-eyed for the look in your yeah, look in her eye? To me, like if I'm watching somebody play and they're just up there not really moving and not really getting into it, it's hard for me to get into it. So if I am mm-hmm. in it, it's, I think it's easier for other people to be. And I just let it flow. Like everything that I do is just how I naturally act, how when I play, right. I can't help it. But I stop trying to fight it. Like I try to be more professional for a little while down there, a very short time. And like, you know, keep my eyes open and work the crowd. Everything. It just doesn't, it's not me. Yeah. I just have to do what I normally do when I'm playing. And that was it. That's, right. And it's good. It works. I like it. It's easier because that's what comes natural. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, uh again maybe maybe you hear that one wednesday night at oh, yeah. uh, main no, street honky tonk definitely hear that one and that's the one that uh is getting pitched recently oh so nice I'm excited about yeah. that yeah, just a little glimmer of hope Keep yeah going it's nice that uh that you're writing with good people down there and that people are wanting to wanting to write with you i'm i'm really lucky to have the tribe i've got down there and i worked hard to get them like uh, mm-hmm. when i find somebody that I really like i would go and watch their songwriter rounds and mm-hmm. just be there and eventually start talking to them and then end up writing with some of them. So, and I found a good, good group down there. You guys would love them. You met some of them. Yeah. Good people. What, uh, like, so you were in this process now of possibly pitching that song to, to, uh, artist. Uh, you want to, can you, I mean, uh, can you shine a little light on that process? Like how, like how I wish. (laughs) So what I thought it was, is you just go down there and you get really good at writing and then people find your songs. That's not how it works. Like the reason this one got pitched is because I know somebody that knows somebody that needs uh, sexier type songs. He's got more traditional country sounding and they want to bring that element in. It just so happened that they knew somebody that knew somebody. It's, It's really who you know and who they know. Right. So eventually, you just get lucky. But yeah, like, I guess, did you and Greg like record a version of it, and then or or you yeah, guys get a demo made? Yeah, it? yeah, and that's what we. So said they're there. gonna, and then maybe then they have a roster of artists, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, most of the time, nothing yeah. happens. But every once in a sure. while, yeah. Well, that's not the first. Um, that's not the first song of yours that somebody cut. I mean, Float Trip, which is a right. freaking amazing song. Yeah. That's when I hear Float Trip. I think, well, this is what's wrong with the music industry. You know, I don't like to say that a lot that, you know, I don't like to be one of those guys who's always complaining about, you know, the music industry because I don't, it doesn't have an effect on me one way or the other at the level I'm doing stuff. But um, 
But if that song, that song should just be, it should get picked up and it should be a monster hit. And, you know, and it, and it and probably could still happen. You never know. Yeah. Just, I mean, you, you got to get them know. out there. What you a great song. Put them out as, as many as you can and as good as you can and just kind of hope for the best. That's where I'm at right now. Just put out. My good stuff, and actually, I think I might. I've been thinking about toying with the idea of actually releasing some songs because pe- the people just aren't going to cut them. So <laughs> I might as well do it and get them out there. Yeah. Know? Well, I uh, well, I was going to suggest or you know ask you about that, like uh, about putting some of these out yourself, because mm-hmm. uh, one of my um, one of my favorite things. I I don't think it's like on any of the. Uh, platforms streaming or anything but i bought um dallas davidson did a album a couple years back and it's like this collection of songs that he uh wrote or co-wrote and they're all hits Mm -hmm. like uh, the guy's a freak i don't don't know how he does it but he uh but it's all these but you you know all these songs because they've been cut by other artists but i really love his original versions of these songs because like they've all been you know interpreted a little bit differently uh, but most of them are just him and acoustic guitar, the way he wrote them and stuff. And that's what I love is and, the rawness yeah. of seeing the person who wrote it play. Like I went to a benefit not too long ago, and the guy that wrote Walk Away Joe, which I think Trisha Yearwood did, yeah. got to see him play it the way that he wrote it. And then one time at a songwriting uh, retreat I was at, which was at the Bluebird, I got to see uh, the two guys that wrote The House That Built Me play their version of it one in the morning and then we went to lunch and the other guy that wrote it played his way and just the little tiny differences between what they did and what the artist did right that was just so cool yeah that, that's the kind of stuff i nerd out on God, like you know just like the the different way an artist will t- tweak a even just one phrasing or any or whatever a chord or you know however they did whatever they decided to change it up but uh yeah it's always a, a fun way to see how especially even you know, even as covers and stuff or whatever, somebody, however they decide to interpret that another artist material and stuff. So, yeah, I just, that was one of the best music days of my life. And actually it wasn't the house to build me. It was, um, I can't make you love me if you don't. Bonnie Raitt did it. And they each played their own version of that. And it was just so cool to see the little differences. Yeah. Like he liked the phrasing a little bit better mm-hmm. this way. And then the other writer kept it the other way. I don't know. I just thought that was so awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I imagine, uh, you know, much like in Nashville, uh, those kind of like songwriter retreats and everything, like these things are just in rounds and everything. They're all just like great networking just to constantly keep, uh, mm-hmm. you know, putting your name out there and collecting business cards and everything else. Like, Nashville uh, handshake. All right. Yeah. Trading business cards. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Never heard that one. Uh, <laughs> but I, uh. I mean, that's like, that's what I always joke about, uh, doing this podcast. Like that's, uh, you know, really the, the great, the excuse for it is just, it's uh networking, you know, it's me, it gets me out. I, it's a lot easier to ask people to hang out with you when you have a show instead of just being like, Hey, you want to sit and talk for an hour? Like I so, would do that with you anyway. <laughs> well, <but> I, <laughs> I think I might have once. But, yeah. Oh yeah. But <laughs> we went to uh, pizza ranch once. Oh yeah. We, we may have shared a breadstick together at the same time. It was romantic. Like, Lady in the Tramp. Dibs on Lady. <laughs> uh, you have a puzzled look on my face? Uh, <laughs> I can explain it. <laughs> well, and plus you get snack. I mean, you know, right. you know, have friends like Joe, they you bring you snack. You on, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I would uh, be, uh, you know, chowing down, but uh, 
Then you, I don't know that that would make great radio. Uh, <laughs> getting crumbs on the Joe's over here playing some sexy song, and I'm just you know chewing on uh, pistachios. Dunk, dunkaroo frosting <laughs> dripping down your face. Right. You think we might have time for, for one more? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you guys, uh, I mean, I know uh, Kenny's kind of been uh, accompanying a little bit there on guitar, but do you guys have anything you do together? Uh, no. We're not that good. Yeah. No, we hang out. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Luckily, he knows how to play lead. And I, I really don't. I mean, I'm <laughs> he, working on it. He fixed it I decided that I was going to learn how to. There's things that I haven't done on the guitar, like since you know I've been playing for however long, and I went, you know what? I don't. This is going to sound. I'm just going to expose myself. Uh, not expose myself, <laughs> but I'm going to uh, out myself on the uh, on my guitar's lack of skills. But uh, I've never actually learned where every note on the fretboard is. Same. My whole and a lot of guys don't. That's not a shameful thing. I mean, a lot of guys can still do, but I just decided that you know I'm going to do that, and so I've taken it upon myself to like bone knuckle practice every day, and I'm actually getting it. And it, and for a guy who's 66 years old to learn a new trick, it feels pretty good. I am so, so glad to hear that. We when you figure it out, will you teach me? Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. I need help. Snacks, bring snacks. <laughs> yeah. Snacks, kombucha, yeah. coffee. That's it. Bring the uh, snacks, buddy. Uh, you know which one I would love to hear. My all-time favorite, if if you don't mind. Which is, uh, oh yeah, okay. Um, mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, uh, yeah, because it's you. <laughs> if I can remember it, um. I muffed this one in the middle. When too. I first heard this song, he, those all songs. Each one of those. Uh, yeah, and I have them written down because I can't remember them. That's just it. Ken's got a stack uh, of about 60 half sheets of paper. Right. With little notes written on them, tears in them, you know, with coffee stains on them. Kombucha. They've been around kombucha. Uh, yeah, yeah I'll, let me look for it, and you okay. can uh, you can keep the chat going there. <laughs> Do you find what? it. Uh, so, I mean, that's, uh, you know, when you're seeing a physical representation of... Of your songs like that, like, what do you think? I mean, is that is that about all of them, or do you think you uh, more? No, or? this is the only ones that I will do in public. <laughs> right. Well, I write. You know, like I said, I love to write, um, and and so I'll write a song, and uh, I, you know, people will go. I say I can't remember. Like you heard me, you know, absolutely blow that song in the middle of it, and people say, "Well, how does that happen?" Because you wrote this song, and I go, "Yeah, but I don't." I write it and then and move on and you know I might play it a bunch but yeah. I mean I can't remember my, my ki- oh, I'm gonna out myself again I can't remember my kids' birthdays half the time and <laughs> you were there probably uh, probably <laughs> uh, okay I'll I'll do this from for so the, here's the backstory on this song. Great song I was down in Nashville one time and uh, not for anything musical for me. I think I did this on the last podcast, actually. So I probably told the same repetitive story. But anyway, uh, ran into, I was on the front porch of a little place in East Nashville. We were walking around, waiting for, we were picking up my daughter who was, she she wrote a whole like video and produced it for uh, the Flaming Lips. Oh, nice. And it was so that it, so after the video was, and what's, oh, what's that guy's name? Ben Folds. Mm. Uh, and so they, from L.A., they flew her to Nashville to go to the to the big festival in Franklin. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo. And so the guy that she, the television producer guy who helped her do this video, <clears throat> was down there, and we were going to meet them, and then she was going to come back home with us um, for a visit and then fly back to L.A. Anyway, so Kim and I are walking around before we go to the restaurant to meet them, and I run into these guys on the front porch of a little shop. I'm talking to them, and it turns out it was the guys from Old Crow Medicine Show. Uh, and so we're just chatting, and I thought that was pretty cool. And so I was, you know, walking around going, yeah, that was all right, and, you know. And I go to park the car. Well, she goes in the restaurant. I go in the restaurant, and she's standing in there with a big grin on her face in the forehead. I go, well, what are you smiling about? And she said, uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah, just, yeah, I told the story a hundred times. I love it. Matt Damon held the door for me. To, I go, oh, that's awesome. And then we go in and, you know, had dinner with her, her television writing friend. And it was, anyway, on the way home, they fell asleep. And I thought, that was cool. It just kept getting better if, if uh, you know, if we'd have stayed longer, I might have eventually met Jesus. And then what would I say? Something stupid. And that's I'm sure. what sparked the idea for that. And this is the only song I ever wrote while I was driving. It's so. a great time for me. I think it's the forward momentum. Like things just come out. Yes, that is true. And I've heard other people say that too, that while you're, and that's, I found that to be, well, I'd pull over and, you know, sing a little line into my phone. And then by the time I was home, I actually had it. So yeah. So glad you did. Thank you. It's called Jesus, How's Your Mom? Well, I think that I wish I could hang out with Jesus. I'd ask how's mom was doing these days. And I'd ask if he still did carpenter stuff like a hobby just for something to do. We could go grab a bite If he said he was hungry I'd say, hey, this one's on me Now I'd order some fish And a small loaf of bread And drink wine Like we was getting it free And I might even mention That my shoulder'd been hurting How much I missed this old man I try not to stare at the scars on his head All the holes in his side and his hands Yeah, I know if I met him it'd leave an impression But I don't think I'd impress him I think that I wish I could hang out with Jesus Cause I ain't good at making amends We might go fishing or just walk down the creek. I kind of leave that up to him. I might stay dry and just wait on the shore if he wants to go for a swim. And I might take him round and meet all my friends if he don't yet know who they are. But my Chevy's broke down So maybe I'd ask Hey, you ever laid hands on a car? Yeah, I know if I met him He'd leave an impression But I don't think I'd impress him I think that 
I wish I could hang out with Jesus Cause I ain't good at making amens My whole world would be different This I know If I could get close enough Just to touch The edge of his coat And I hope he don't notice That my sandals are dusty I never can get them quite clean Yeah, I think that I wish I could hang out with Jesus, least I think, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know if I met him, he'd leave an impression, but I don't think I would impress him. I think that I wish I could hang out with Jesus, cause I ain't good at making amens. Oh yeah, I think that I wish I could hang out with Jesus Cause I ain't good at making amens I guess we do perform Yeah, we just said the same thing Ken, I have heard thousands of songs since I moved down there None of them even come close well thanks serious, man. i appreciate how well you like so to me beautiful <laughs> and such a well well crafted song it makes me almost sick well thanks buddy. in a good way that's all i'm gonna say yeah i do uh i do have a soft spot for those kind of uh talking songs like that like there's uh I don't know. There, there's, we don't, this kind of, we're, we're kind of like away from that, I guess, a little bit in that, that generation of like classic country songs where they just kind of, it's mm-hmm. the, the storytelling like that and where they, it's just, it's not really, you know, anything flashy, just some great lyrics yeah. and uh, talking to you like that. And it's like, there's something, um, you know, really uh, peaceful and, uh, you know, at, at home and in those, you know, that like that. So, couldn't agree more. And the way you blend that with the singing, too, perfectly. They just go in and out. Well, thank you. Just how it should. Uh, speaking of guys who have skill sets, mm. listening to the podcast and the questions that Shane asks and the comments that he makes, uh, it's it's pretty epic. You, oh, you yeah. come up with some really oh, good thanks, questions. And, and, you know, how... The amazing thing about it is, is that you have to do that so often. You know, and, how could you yeah. even think of, of a variety of you, know, you watch people who do interviews and sometimes they ask the same old questions but you have comments that show that you're really listening yeah you know? Pre- well thanks guys appreciate it i do listen i am a fan uh you know i try to try to be i, f- I feel like there's I, mean, I imagine you guys probably go through the same thing anybody that's creative i feel like we're always our own worst critic and stuff but especially when i'm in charge of editing the show i'm like man why did i, why did I say that why did, <laughs> you know all the other dumb stuff i hear i'm like uh you know but <laughs> but um you know just like anything else um you know repetition i think you get better like mm-hmm. you know, after a thousand of these i'm start kind of feeling starting like, to get the hang of starting it. to you know <laughs> figure it out a little bit but you know, so the same thing with you guys writing songs. It takes uh, maybe the first, you know, like Kenny said, he's, he's got a stack. He doesn't even want to play live or whatever, you know, making that joke. But that's the thing. You know, we all start somewhere. You got to you gotta work through it to where you get to where you something you're proud of. And mm-hmm. so I finally feel like 
of late. I'm, you know, I, I am, I do feel like people that, uh, came on the show in the early days, like that. I, whenever they come back, I always want to like offer them a, an, uh, you know, thank you and an apology. Like, you know, but thanks for, thanks for giving me a somewhere to start because like, even I know like they were doing me a favor, you know, at the time. And, uh, so, but, now you got people asking to be on your podcast, yeah. like me. Right. <laughs> Shane, please. Come I over probably and do told one. this story before, but it, which is a thing that you do when you get to my age and your kids. <laughs> you you start telling a story, and they're like, ah. you know, they'll 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 finish the story in the middle. But um, I was at Joe's Cafe one time, and uh, John, which John's last name, the guy that, that uh, Parker, John Parker, yeah. I said somebody from the from the stage, a guy I know who was playing that night told John Parker from the stage, which was kind of embarrassing, you should get this guy, you should let this guy play here because you would love his songs. And so he goes, go over there and talk to John. So I go over and I talk to John and he's like, uh, he said, do you, uh, have you ever been on Shane's podcast, Shane Presley's <laughs> podcast? And I said, no, I haven't. And he goes, yeah, well, let me know once you have. Wow. He said, that's how I gauge whether people are that's actually making, idea. doing things in the scene. <laughs> You're like, oh. the gauge, uh, just so yeah, you know. People funny. know who you are. It's working. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I love that you put out a list of who's playing and where. No one else yeah, does that in St. Louis. People need that. So Sometimes I, I look in there to see where I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I guess uh, I'm off tonight. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> or I better get ready. Yeah. It, it is pretty fun to watch and see the comments that people make. Oh, I love that. You know, thanking you and you know and just people who chime in to go yeah you know this is it's a great thing that you're doing and it is i never forget i got number one spot one time and i was Did just like, really yeah that made me feel even though it had nothing to do with who was playing anywhere or anything like that i just so happened to be the first one he put but it made me feel like a king yeah <laughs> it was cool yeah man well i uh i don't know i'm glad people get uh you know and do enjoy that uh i mean it's kind of crazy that for me too, looking back on all that, because, and much like the show in the sense, um, when I started doing that list, it was only like three or four yeah, on, on, on things like that on a week, on a Friday night. Mm -hmm. And then to see like hitting 50 or 60 on a Friday, Saturday night, like is, it's pretty wild how far, um, you know, my own personal networking is like stretched out across the city, but you know, not that, uh, that wasn't going on then, but I do also think that we've, we have had newer, uh, venues. We've had more places mm -hmm. uh, popping up and sure. we've have people are more, uh, there's a lot more going on in our St. Louis music, uh, today. I mean, like, but I think a lot of that's just me learning more of it too, but, uh, you know, there is also just cool to see more people involved and wanting to be a part of St. Louis, what we have going on here. So, um, we have a lot more larger venues for, you know, these acts coming through. And so it's, I don't know, it's cool to see. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So I like people need it. So thank you for doing that. Well, you're welcome, Joe. Do it for you. Well, I'm thanking you on behalf of the whole city. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Are you going to uh, finish another one? I'd love to. Can I make a request? And sure. Uh, can you? I'm not going to play it, but. <laughs> I was going to be the one that we. You do whatever you want. I'll, I'll request when it's just you and me sometime, I'll request the one I want to hear. Oops. 
Oh, I'm going to start that over. Edit, edit that out, Shane. Uh, I don't know how to. It's called Find Your Way. You'll find your way, find your way. No matter what they say. Stumbling down, falling round. Honey, that's okay. You find your way, find your way. But don't wait another day. Just don't want to find it for you Sister, I implore you The world will not ignore you Find your way Lost but not alone Lost but not alone Look around, see everyone Searching for a home Lost but not alone Lost but not alone Someone is searching for you they know what you're going through They have been there too You'll find your way You'll find your way You'll find your way You'll find your way You'll find your way, find your way. Lost but not alone It's okay not knowing You just keep on going to find your way you found. Look around, look around, find a smile, lose a frown. There's someone to search for you, but your love will restore you. The light will shine the more you find your way. You'll find your way, you'll find your way. You'll find your way, you'll find your way. Not alone. It's okay not knowing. You just keep on going deep in your way. The all-new Jeep Wrangler. Find your way. I'm telling you, we gotta sell it. the all-new Nissan Pathfinder find your way whoever pays more whatever. telling you I'm gonna sell that one and split it with you uh, you take it <laughs> yeah uh, I got so much money I don't know what to do with it take it to you take it with you to the bank uh, yeah we started that one together and just kind of that was one of our co-writes we've written some songs and and agreed on hey yeah those lyrics that all works and then we do them and I go well uh, you do it that way yeah and I'll do this this way, and and it works. Yeah. I like I like our arrangement. Yeah, it's a good thing. <sighs> yeah, man. I was driving up in Illinois one time. I was like, I was going to Chicago to see my daughter or something, and and I get a phone call, and it's Joe just saying, "Hey, man, I was just thinking about you." You know, that that's the cool it's stuff. It's true. I was. That was early on. In our- I would never make that up. <laughs> <laughs> By nature, you can't make that up when you call someone to tell them you were thinking about them, unless you had a, a reminder set in your phone or something. That like, oh, he's on to me. No, call Ken. Call Ken and tell him you love him. Yeah. <laughs> Once repeats every Siri, quarter. send Ken a message. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I always thought that that would be a great business model to have 
where you people, guys would register with you and you would send their wife a, a personalized card or gift at that, you know, on like the, an anniversary right. or a birthday or at least or, remind uh, them or you know. just random. You could select different um, packages. Yeah. Oh yeah. You might be onto something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Okay. Yeah. Dibs. Oh, you got it. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently you're already pretty good at it. You got to start. Hey, I never knew that. Yeah. That's a great idea. What, uh, so, I don't know. I've been thinking about uh, songwriting a lot more uh, recently. Like, it's, I mean, I've always been very passionate about it as a fan. And um, I don't know. Maybe this, maybe this is where it started for you guys, too. Like, but something's been, like, telling me to to do it like yeah. more you, you know? for you to do it right yeah. absolutely yeah. like absolutely and fight it yeah don't fight so i've been like thinking about it a lot more and i'm just like so maybe i just need to buckle down and do it and um i did i mean i i've, I've talked about it but i i did do some creative writing like poems and and i wrote for school paper and i mean that's nice. different writing but still writing and um but that's like uh i did some of that stuff when i was in like high school and things but i haven't really you know done much uh with anything in the last 20 years or so yeah uh but um anyway what i was saying all this for is like if you guys had any piece of advice or maybe some advice that somebody gave you starting out what what uh you know anybody else that's aspiring to be a, a songwriter or an artist uh is there is there anything you want to add to uh some advice i know mine if you want to go first well i would say write whatever it, it is that's on your heart or um you know you can yeah that's my dog uh you can keep a notebook with you you see all kinds of little notebooks all over the desk there and you get an idea or a sound or a word or somebody says something and you write it down and and think about it and uh there <clears throat> so there was a and write about anything and just get it out there get it out and then you can adjust it later but the first time you it's going through your head get it get it down it, you know not rhyming not sounding good not whatever just get it down there's a young girl who comes to the open mic at the Wolf, and she was writing some songs. And uh, well, she 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 said one night she got up, and I did a song called Worm Farm, which is just the silliest <laughs> song about worms not having a gender, and you know, and it was just a weird. I think they're hermaphrodites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, two boys, two girls. As long as they're getting along, it doesn't matter, <laughs> you know. And so anyway, I did that song. The next week, she she played her first original song, and she said, I always thought you had to write, you know, like real deep stuff, and then Kenny did the Worm Farm song, and so she wrote a song about cheese, you know, and it was great. How did that make you feel? Oh, man, I thought we, we'd become fast friends, and then she started challenging me to write, you know, hey, here's the prompt for this week, and we would bounce stuff back and forth, and her whole family, I got to meet them, and they're just wonderful people, and... Uh, Abby, shout out to you if you ever listen to this, but she's she's a great kid. But um, the 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 point of that being is you write whatever, yeah. you know, and you don't. I mean, I got a pile of stuff that I don't like. You know, you got to get those out of the way. It's like onions, you know. And then yeah. there's one in there. You know, you might write ten or fifteen or twenty or whatever, and then you get to the one and you're like, yeah, that one actually works. That'd just, be mine. I was just thinking. Uh, <laughs> 
The uh, old uh, Ray Wiley Hubbard uh, snake farm. I was just thinking, worm farm just sounds nasty. <laughs> worm farm pretty much is. Dude. Yeah. That's start to it. Yeah. yeah. And he just gets something like that. What? Yeah. Uh, there's no wrong. Like, there's been a couple quotes I've heard down in Nashville I like. It's one of them was, I forgot who said it. There's 5,000 ways to write a song. Pick one. Yeah. And then the other one was, I had uh, the first time me going to the Bluebird and seeing like guys that had written hit songs for like Kenny Chesney and Jason Aldean, like these are heavy hitter writers that music paid for their life. Right. And uh, I went up to one of them afterwards and I was like, you got any advice for somebody that's just starting out? And he goes, well, he turns to the other guys like, what do you think? Write about 100, 100 songs? I was like, no, no, no. He's like 90, about 90. He goes, write about 90 bad songs and then you'll get the hang of it. Yeah. You just have to get that, you know, start off with the rough ones and then... Um, I forgot where I was going with that. But yeah, you have to get... Oh, and then Ed Sheeran had a really good thing. He's like, when you start writing a song, it's like turning on a faucet. And sometimes dirty water comes out. Even if it's dirty, let it all the way out and finish that song. Yeah. So that when you start the vowel the next time, it's clean. You got to let all that stuff out. Mm-hmm. That would be my advice. It's okay to write bad ones at first. Yeah. I've got a ton of them. <laughs> Probably more of them than my good ones. So... Yeah. How, how, uh, I hope you do too, man. How many songs do we do you think you're at about now? Do you have any? I've honestly lost count. Yeah. Hundreds, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I uh, I don't know, man. Like, and I I think uh, you know, like Kenny said uh, about uh, a line. You know, somebody says something or whatever. I've, I've been noticing that happening to me more. Be open um, to that too. Like try to listen to that, right? Somebody, and that's like I feel. Well, that, that's a, a big country thing. Like I've noticed, uh, you know, I've noticed that trend for a long time. I mean, if somebody says something, it just catches it's your just, ear. Yeah, it's, write that down. Like I have a what I call a hook book. Right. I stole that term. Yeah, but it's a document with like yeah. two hundred song titles. Not all, they're not all good, but they're all titles. Yeah, they're all yeah. ideas. I'm just like I need to hang out with an old man more. Where like that just like. Sp- Speaks in hooks, uh, you know. Like, I'm an old yeah, man. Right, yeah. Here's just hey. So, now, seriously, I don't. If you get, you have an idea. You have one thing that you hear. Text it to me. Yeah, and I'll I will write. You know, we'll we'll it. develop it. And, right. This would be a great person to start off, like just to kind of guide in a songwriting. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, you listen. You know, you're a good listener. Yeah. And then that's where you hear stuff. You hear well, stuff. So like, here's a story for you. I was. Um, I, Maybe I'll cut it because uh, this is uh, so nobody steals our idea. <laughs> but uh, uh, so just yesterday, it was why it was all fresh on the mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, just yesterday, I was listening to Anthony Russo, as mentioned before, mm-hmm. on uh, Beyond FM. Yeah. And Anthony mentioned writing a song called uh, uh, Road Dog Blues. That and he wrote it for like all the crew, you know that uh, that helped do all the, the stuff. lighting guys, the sound yeah, guys, everything, yeah, all that. He was talking about them, and then but there was a line he said, "He goes, anybody that's ever spent uh, Thanksgiving in a comfort inn," and I'm like, "Hey, wait a second. I was like, that sounds like a country song right mm-hmm. there." And then I was thinking of like, uh, for me, like uh, one of my like favorite uh, around holiday songs around is a. Uh, Robert Earl Keane's uh, Merry Christmas from the Family. Mm. And I was just like, it'd be f- kind of funny to like something uh, in that take of like a country song, uh, but about 
spending Thanksgiving in a comfort inn and stuff like kind of thing. So I was like, great idea. He's yeah. made much better yeah. songs for much less <laughs> right. ideas. Trust me. <laughs> so I, but it was, you know, the same thing. Like that really the idea just spurred from him saying that one line. And I'm mm-hmm. like, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm feel there's more, uh, more of that happening more frequently right now for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, maybe I need to start doing something with this. And I'm feeling uneasy. In the comfort inn. <laughs> it's already started. I'd like to stay or come back again. It won't be that bad. You can't help it. Well, like, right. It just happens. Yeah. And what a great segue to that new song you showed me. Oh, okay. Uh, if we got time, and, and actually, one more. Probably last one. Okay, last song. We're going to end it on a good note. We'll have Ken play the last song. All right, Thank I wrote you this again, just, Shane. Uh, I, I don't write dark, as Joe said. It was dark. But, oh, it's, uh, a, it's got an element of darkness. It's a it. new uh, chapter, a new division of it your is songwriting. It's a new thing. And I think it's beautiful. It's a, it's a wine and bitching, and I love not you. feeling good song. But uh, <laughs> So I just wrote it, uh, and here's it. I'm just going to do it, and it's going to come out how it's going to come out. See, we'll start off like this. I can sing this Christmas song since you've been gone. Ain't nothing wrong. I ain't sad and I ain't blue and I getting nothing for you I don't care if Christmas ain't white I'm looking forward to a silent night and I'm taking down that mistletoe put it in my back pocket just so you know where you can kiss me you can kiss me Merry Christmas you can kiss me goodbye Celebrate alone Just me and wise men On our own But who's gonna keep you Company There beneath your Christmas tree When you're drunk and Lying there In your naughty Underwear Think about that Mistletoe in my Back pocket and then You'll know where you can kiss me you can kiss me Merry Christmas goodbye and now it's time to spread good cheer the reason for the seasons here but I've been cheering all along because I've got this Christmas song Christmas might be sad sometimes but I'm alright yeah I'm doing fine I got the very best gift of all when you told me not to call you can kiss me Merry Christmas you can kiss me Merry Christmas goodbye
Get your heart out, Mariah Carey. It wasn't. <laughs> it's a different type of Christmas song. It's a different and kind I of love Christmas. That. Yeah. I love everything about you. That's one of that's one of my favorite uh, things about uh, songwriting too. Like the uh, kind of uh, switch on it. Like when you know, the chorus itself is uh, is you know pretty sweet. The uh, you can kiss me and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, but uh, it's the whole uh, build up uh, the uh, in the. In the verses that yeah. uh, where you can kiss, and uh-huh. but, uh, genius. Yeah, it's See, it's all genius. in there inside of you. Right. Shane, just waiting yep. to come out. All right. you got to do is start letting it out. Yeah, man. and it can be a really good form of release, especially on like um, things that are emotional and heavy. It can be a great way to unload some of that For on sure. the paper. Yeah. I found so. I hope you do, man. Yeah. Anything I can help with, any way, let me know. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, maybe you, maybe we'll have to co-write someday. I would absolutely love that. All three of us. Yep. We'll pen some uh, some some hits. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> pen some hits. Yep. Uh, well, thank you guys. And uh, again, uh, if you are listening and in the uh, St. Louis area, please come see these guys live uh, or catch Joe in Nashville uh, when you can. And um, but uh, we got uh, again uh, January twenty fifth at uh, Songbird Cafe with Kenny, and uh, you uh, can see Joe and friends uh, Wednesday the twenty first at uh, Main Street Honky Tonk in St. Charles. And uh, but uh, yeah, man, thank gonna, you, Shane. Thank you guys. Thanks, Shane. Appreciate it, buddy. Bye, everybody. Bye.